Welcome to the Ruby Plus Podcast, episode 34. Today's podcast is sponsored by rubyplus.com. rubyplus.com provides training in Ruby and Rails. Visit us at rubyplus.com. Redis 4.0 General Availability After a year of development, Redis 4.0 has reached general availability. Among the changes are a new replication engine and the ability to extend Redis itself with the introduction of modules. How I Reduced My Database Server Load by 80% by Richard Schneeman. This article discussed how moving the validation to a database constraint improved the performance. How to Safely Store API Keys in Rails Apps by Robert Pankowiecki. This article discusses the pros and cons of four different ways to store API keys in Rails app. Save directly in Codebase, save in ENV, save in DB, and save in DB and encrypt, secret in code or in ENV. Spreadsheet Architect by Weston Ganger. Spreadsheet Architect is a library that allows you to create XLSX, ODS, or CSV spreadsheets easily from active record relations, plain Ruby classes, or predefined data. Fast CSV Report Generation with Postgres in Rails by Silas Matson. One frequent user request is the ability to export custom reports in CSV format. Unfortunately, as the database grows, we are confronted with a problem. The query takes a long time to run, the report generation takes even longer, in some cases it uses exorbitant amounts of memory, runs into server timeouts, and in extreme cases it crashes the server. If you move this task to a background job processor, it leads to new problems in platform as a service host. This article discusses how to deal with this problem. Rails on Docker. Getting started with Docker and Ruby on Rails by Chris Blunt. Docker is a fantastic tool for isolating your app and its environment and allows easy distribution and state replication across multiple environments. Dev, test, beta, prod, etc. Using Docker can get rid of the it works on my machine problem and helps you easily scale your app as it grows. Docker is particularly great when your app has lots of dependencies or requires specific versions of libraries and tools to be configured. In this tutorial, you'll learn how to take a basic Rails app and prepare it for use in a Docker container. Two tests you should run against your Ruby project by Phil Nash. This article shows you how to use Bundler Audit and License Finder Gem in your projects. Speed up your Rails test suite by 6% in one line by Paul Keen. This article shows you how to disable logging to speed up test suite by using an environment variable. Ruby on Rails Code Audits, eight steps to review your app by Planet Argon. In this article, you will see eight things to check on when auditing a code base. The aim is to help provide you with a list of things to check on and consider cleaning up as a way to tidy up some possible technical debt and or oversights. Running Feature Specs with Capybara and Chrome Headless by Tim Petricola. Recently, Chrome added support for a headless flag so it could be started without any GUI. Setting Feature Specs to run with a headless version of Chrome means that our Feature Specs can be executed in the same environment most of our users are browsing with. It is also supposed to improve memory usage and stability. This article shows how to set up and get Capybara tests working with headless Chrome. It also has a sample app. Graphing Benchmark Results in Ruby by Daniel P. Clark Nothing presents performance statistics quite as well as having graphs for benchmarks. 
whether you want to present an alternative way for code guidelines based on performance or show a presentation, seeing the difference makes a difference. This article will show you how to generate graph data images from your own Ruby Codebase's benchmark suite with presentation-worthy quality. Five Ways We've Improved Flaky Test Debugging by Keith Pitt. Flaky tests are the worst. This article shows how RSpec hooks and features was used to extend it in useful ways. The new tools are saving database state for failed tests, simple database cleaner, extracting logs from failed tests, tracing active record IDS in logs, and resetting database ID sequences. Please check out the podcast section of rubyplus.com for links to all the articles mentioned during this Ruby Plus podcast. Thank you for listening to the Ruby Plus podcast. Be sure to tune in once every other Thursday for the latest news in the Ruby developer community. You can subscribe in your podcast app of choice or listen on our website, rubyplus.com. As always, if you have stories that you would like us to share, be sure to email us at feedback at rubyplus.com or tweet the show at rubyplus.